Blog Talk Radio.
All right, peace and blessings, family. This is your radio show host, Nikki Love. <laughs> I know all is well. And <laughs> I don't like to hope all is well, and you don't know why. Now, tonight we're going to talk about what the caller in, uh, called in Sunday. He called in Sunday and asked me a question about politics. I also want you all to put your two cents in, too, because... Everybody's worried about what's going to happen, <clears throat> you know, if uh, Trump, well, he was named president, so y'all know how that goes. Everybody wants to know what's going to happen spiritually. They want me to tap in and look into it, what I see and how I see it and all that great stuff, okay? <laughs> and I'm laughing because I know everybody got something to say, and I want to hear y'all stuff first. So I want y'all to press one tonight because this is an open forum and I want y'all to put your two cents in. So I'm going to ask y'all this question. What do you all see for Trump? I mean, wait, wait, hold on. Let me get it right, y'all. i got to get my thoughts together. I'm kind of tired, you know, when I was out all day, didn't get much sleep. So let me get my thoughts together. <clears throat> now, I'm going to ask you to tap into your natural intuitions. Now that Trump is president... What do you see for the future of Americans, okay? Now, 937, you're on the air. Nikki Lou, what's up? Jay Wood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, I would would love to share what I've seen with this. Uh, I've actually cut a string, so... uh, I feel like everything's going to be, I feel like he's going to, I don't know, for some reason I feel like he's going to flip it on everybody. I feel like he wants to, like he wants to do good. I feel like they, because what I started seeing during the, uh, the the debate was that he started doing a lot of snitching. He started talking about, the, you know, what was going on. He's, you mm-hmm. know, he didn't, it's like he didn't care anymore. And so he just like let everything go. He didn't care. He just he was just saying whatever whatever it was that he seen, he said it. And so I feel like part of me feels like he's gonna he's gonna try to do as good as he can, like to, for equality for everybody. That's what I kind of what I seen. But I'm I'm not certain. But that's just what I see. But I feel like I don't know what's gonna happen to him because I feel like uh, certain people will still want what they want. So I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. You said you feel like certain people can what? I feel like certain uh, establishments still want what they want, and they may interfere. Really? Well, I'm not saying. So, I need you to to break that down in layman terms for me. What do you mean certain establishments want what they want? Break it down in layman terms for me. Basically, what I'm saying is they may um, try to... Stop him from doing good for all people, you know, and, uh, you know, try to put a halt to him, uh, the things that he's doing. Whoa. So, that's okay. Okay. Amazing. So, so, all, oh, okay, so let me ask you this question. So, all of the, uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, stuff he's Bill during the election, the debate, and all that great stuff, right? 
Uh-huh. You think he was just talking junk? I mean, the racism, you know, oh, and yeah. the immigrants. You think he was just talking, talking junk? I think that he was talking a, a lot of stuff, and I feel like he was just doing it. To, I didn't. I never felt like he was doing it because he was racist. Thank you too. Uh, I, I never felt like he was saying it because he was racist. I mean, I think he may have the appearance of being so, but I think more so he was saying it just to get their vote. Just to window the dummies. I I, so that's kind of how I seen it. But it was all. But um, I felt like it, at the beginning that he was actually he was part of part of it. I really felt like he was part of the uh, rigging. Um, from what I see is he he did he was a part of the group and he was he was supposed to let them. Uh, Hillary wins. And I feel like Hillary was supposed to win. But then I feel like he just, like, literally just cut his strings because I started listening to what he was saying in the debate. And it didn't sound like he just, it sounded like he just, like, let everything go. Like, he didn't care anymore during the debate. Like, the second one. So, I feel like the plan that they, that he was going with, that he just, he just dropped it. That forget it. Because I actually heard him say something about he don't have, doesn't have any strings, and, he, you know, he, I don't have any strings. Cause I, that's what he actually said out of his own mouth. Wait, what did he say? Your but, phone is breaking up a little bit. What did he say? He said he doesn't have any strings in the second debate. Like, he's not basically implying that he doesn't. he's not a puppet. Oh, okay, he doesn't have any strings. Okay, but right. <clears throat> don't you think they're all in cahoots together? Yeah, they're all in cahoots together, and that's what I was saying. They're all in cahoots together, but I feel like, you know, because they had to make him like a dumbass, <laughs> I feel like they attacked his character to the point where he didn't, He that maybe they said something that he didn't like. They said they went too far with something that he, you know, I feel like they went too far with what he did, or, or they went too far in saying the stuff about him. And it, and it, like, really tested his character. And I feel like that's when he just decided. I feel, this is what I feel. I feel like he decided to just cut his strings from there. Like, no, nah, I'm not with this anymore. You guys went too far. And so he just started riding with whatever he wanted to ride with. Okay. Okay. All right. So now, hold on for a minute. Let me ask you this. Can you hear me? Let me ask you this. I can hear you. So you think for the future, you think actually Trump is going to be a good president then? That's what you say. You don't think they're all in cahoots together? You think he's going to do good for all of America? That's what you think? I feel like he's going to try. Okay. <laughs> I feel like once they start applying pressure, it may be a different story. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So everybody who just joined the line, who's on the line, I'm I'm getting your input first. So I need y'all to press one tonight, because before I spiritually read anything and tell y'all what I see, okay, for the future of a, of America with this president, I want to get people's opinion about what they. I want y'all to use your natural intuition. So Jay Wood just stated what he felt. He felt that he's going to try to do good for America, but then the pressure is going to be put on him. So <clears throat> I got several listeners on the line. I want somebody else to press one because I want to hear your opinion. I want to hear what you have to say about the future with 
for Donald Trump. Of course, it's my brother, Yah, 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 Yah. Peace and blessings. How are you? Peace and blessings. I'm all good. All is well, and I'm sure all is well with you. Um, let me, I, I just want to put a, a question out there. Um, if you have a bird, right, if you have uh-huh. a bird, right? you all know birds have two wings. Let's say that uh, the right wing is superior to the left wing, okay? Uh, when this bird takes flight, wouldn't he just be flying in a circle? Um, I, I'm saying this just to say that, uh, you know, that old saying, right wing, left wing is the same bird. Um, uh, we've been saying for years, and especially do- during the uh, – during the Obama administration that, oh, he's just a figurehead. That hasn't changed. You know, I mean, uh, just because Trump is president uh, or or the president-elect, I should say. Um, If if, uh, or or Trump's main uh, thing was uh, uh, with with his whole campaign, the damage has already been done because he's not he's going to make the same amount of conscious decisions that any other president is allowed to make because we know that, that the president doesn't run the country. He's just sits in a seat. Right. Um, uh, the master plan is going to go on with or without Hillary or Donald Trump or anybody else. doesn't matter who sits in the Oval Office. Um because, as I said, left wing, right wing, same bird. Um, so his, his main function in his, in his campaign was, and, and, and he did it, did it very well, was to rile up the white supremacists. And, and he put a battery in a lot of people's back. People that you haven't heard anything from in years. Groups that you haven't uh, uh that have that hasn't made any noise in years are riled up. Now whether he won or not, he still got them riled up. Now being that um um uh he he actually well he won the election on the college college electro uh lost in the popular vote, which has happened before in the history of, of, of the presidency. So this is nothing new either. Um, the, the master plan is going to be on. I was, I'm, I'm really curious to hear um, well, what you have to say on the direction that the country is going to be going in. Uh, but I don't see how it, it, it didn't make a difference to me, uh, uh, whether it was Hillary, Donald Trump, Oscar the Grouch. It doesn't matter who sits in, 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 in the Oval Office because they're not the ones making the major decisions. And that's the bottom line. Right. That's that's something that a lot of people got to get really, you know, get, come to the realization that he's not making the major, major, major decisions. He is not. It's never been that way. It's always been okay. the conglomerate that is that, that that runs the government that makes the major decisions. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it um, in a minute, brother Yaya and Jay Wood. But I want to say this. I gotta. Text message from my brother Kale Sarge the other day. Chaos. Mm-hmm. Chaos Sarge. And he says, You predicted health issues with Trump earlier this year, Nikki. Spirit is never wrong. 
Now, I don't know if you all remember when I told you I keep seeing Donald Trump have a stroke, right? I want to say that first, and then I'll get into what Spirit is showing me about our future in America with or without Donald Trump, you know what I mean? Um, I want to share this with everybody because it's an astrological chart that was done on Donald Trump. But it was very interesting because based off of some of the things that were said in this astrological chart, I actually seen, I think it was when they began the campaign before he even became, you know what I mean? So what we're going to do is I'm going to play this for you all, and then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to tell you what I see. We'll be right back, family. Oops, hold on, y'all. I ain't got the volume on. Hold on. Well, hello, my fellow countrymen and denizens of the world. This is Jean-Paolo DeCoco, and welcome to another one of my signature astropathology videos. And let me tell you this. This is going to be my piece de resistance, okay? This is probably going to blow away all my other videos. And, you know, this comes at a time when we are in the midst of a very crucial presidential election, okay? Specifically, my video right here is being released on the eve of the first of the U.S. presidential debates of 2016 between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. And there's no finer time, I think, than to discuss the health and death of Mr. Donald J. Trump, the next president of the United States. All right, give it up for Mr. Trump. We're riding the Trump train high, baby. This is it. Now, if you haven't seen my previous video on the health and death of Hillary Clinton, I strongly urge you to watch that because I think it's a really good one. You'll find that one equally informative and enjoyable. Um, what else? Another video of great importance that I did uh, this past year was on the Nostradamus Prophecy series about Donald Trump, where I was the first person in recorded history, I kid you not, to point out the exact prophecy, one prophecy related to Mr. Trump, okay? And I can tell you this right now, I am the only person to discuss this particular prophecy, because one very well-renowned uh, political astrologer, I should say, not a YouTube astrologer, he does private practice, but he uh, had or has almost 38 years of experience, and he ranted and raved about my prophecy, okay? And uh, I did my own research. I was the only one to come out with this particular relation of the prophecy to Mr. Trump. So we'll get to that again soon. So he thinks, y'all. So he thinks. Hold on, y'all. He thinks he's the only one, but anyway... He's on point with a lot of stuff. I'll give him that, but hold on, y'all. and death 
of Donald J. Trump. I just have to give my medical disclaimer, like I do in all of my astropathology videos, and that is, you know, I am no licensed physician. I don't have any legal authority to provide any written or verbal diagnosis of disease or anything like that. I just use the astrological birth chart, the map of the soul, in order to ascertain what an individual may face uh, with regard to his or her health and death. And also, any rulerships I discuss will come from this fine book here, this tome, this excellent dictionary of astrological correspondences, the rulership book by Rexy Bills. So without further ado, let's bring up Donald Trump's astrological birth chart. All right, there it is. June 14, 1946, at 10.54 a.m. in Jamaica, New York. And just a little uh, Jean-Paolo trivia for you, that he was born 15 minutes away from me. I was born in Valley Stream, New York. He was born in Jamaica, Queens, okay? So, in general, when we speak about death and health in the birth chart, we've got to look at two houses. That's the sixth and the eighth houses, and I repeated this in the uh, Hillary Clinton video. You know, the sixth house is the house of immediate health issues, those issues you're going to face throughout life. Uh, it represents the immediate cause of death, while the eighth house is the ultimate or the root cause of death, okay, the manner of death. So in other words, you know, the eighth house of death causes the sixth house health issue or issues which ultimately leads to physical bodily death. So in Trump's chart, we can see that he has the sixth house cusp in Aquarius over here and the eighth house cusp uh, in Pisces over here. So we can say that he has experienced overall good health throughout his life because he has no planets here in the sixth and no planets here in the eighth house. But, 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 but we have two huge problems here, okay? The first thing relates to the Pisces sign on his eighth house cusp, whose ruler is Neptune retrograde, which is right over here. Now, folks, folks, when you have an outer planet, in other words, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, or Pluto, going retrograde as the ruler of your eighth house of death, that's almost always never a good thing, okay? You could be subject to a particularly nasty death or at least a moderately unpleasant demise, okay? Now, Jupiter retrograde, however, is a little iffy. It's a little iffy because you need to really look at the aspects it's making. It could be a grandiose kind of death in a negative fashion, or it could be uh, beneficial. It could be a beneficial and health-protective type of death, but it all depends on the aspects. But in Trump's case, we have retrograde Neptune in his second house, and we'll get to that in a little while, okay? So that was the first problem. Problem two is that he has Aquarius on his sixth house uh, cusp of health, whose ruler is Uranus. Now, folks, when you have Uranus as ruler of your sixth house of health, this means that your health can suddenly take a turn for the worse, and it could come on very unexpectedly, very suddenly, okay? You can be in great health all of your life, and in the blink of an eye, that's it. That's it. You can drop dead right on the spot. This is, of, this is the potential that could happen if you have Aquarius on the Sixth House Cups ruled by Uranus, okay? Also... Aquarius here on the sixth house cusp could indicate that your health could be subject to public broadcasting, especially through radio and television, because Aquarius does indeed rule over broadcasting through electronic media, and that's on page 369 and 371 of the rulership book. Also, in Trump's case, his health might suffer as a result of some kind of rebellious act 
or suffer at the hands of a rebel. Okay, Aquarius rules over rebels, page 371. And matters related to his health could spark a revolution or a revolt. Again, that's on page 371, okay? So where is Trump's Uranus? Well, it's in Gemini over here in his 10th house, okay? Now, Gemini also rules over broadcasts and communication of all means, and that's on page 323, okay? It's all about the wide dissemination of information, so we have a double emphasis here on communication, okay? Both Aquarius and Gemini will play a significant role in Trump's health. And you can bet that it will be a major issue that will be heavily publicized by the media. All right? And since Uranus is in his 10th house, his health will suffer as a result of or while Trump is exercising or executing his executive abilities in his career and profession, most likely, as I predict, as president of the United States. Okay? The 10th house rules over career, fame, and it's an extremely public house on top of it. Also note here how Uranus is conjunct his north node, meaning that his sudden change in health will be a fated or a destined event, and there's really no way he can avoid it. You know, he can have all the Secret Service protection in the world, and still, that's not going to make any difference. It really won't. Also over here, Uranus is conjunct his sun by about five degrees, okay, meaning that his sudden change in health will affect his entire being as an individual, his ego, his sense of self, his very existence. In other words, the lights can suddenly go out, okay? The sun is the bringer of life. you got Uranus here, which is a sudden planet. Boom, suddenly the lights are out. The lights are off, and there's nobody home. So the sun naturally rules over the sign of Leo, okay, which is the sign on Trump's 12th house cusp over here. And we'll get to that in a little while. Believe me, folks, believe me. We will, because this is big league. This is big league stuff we're talking about here. You're on John Paolo's train, all right? And this 12th house is going to be a major contributing factor to Trump's ultimate death. So, back to Uranus and Gemini over here, okay? The dispositor of this particular placement is Mercury, because Mercury rules over Gemini, all right? And Mercury, we can see, is over here in Trump's 11th house in Cancer, okay? So Mercury rules over speeches and speaking ability. So Trump could very well be giving a speech about domestic issues or the homeland, and that's cancer, okay, to a collective group or society in general, which is the 11th house. You see that? You see how that correlates? Okay. Now, while his health drastically changes on top of it. So the 11th house, okay, is naturally ruled over by Uranus in the natural zodiac wheel. So this lends further proof to the fact that his health will suddenly decline while he's engaged in some kind of communication, all right? And we can see that his 11th house is ruled by Gemini, right? here, very close to Cancer, but the 11th house is in Gemini. So there's going to be a lot of social communication going on. All right. Now, looking deeper into this future speech of his, okay, we can see that, you know, the moon rules over cancer. So we're going into the dispositor of Mercury and cancer. That's going to be the moon, okay? And we see that it's in his fourth house of home in the sign of Sagittarius over here, okay, right over here. So we can see that he will be giving an emotionally passionate and fiery speech about the homeland and in his homeland, you know, presumably the United States, all right, about some kind of foreign issue, 
which is that Sagittarius component here, okay, some kind of foreign issue. And, um, you know, it, while his health will suddenly deteriorate, and we can see that Uranus, or Uranus rather, is opposing uh, his moon. And the sun is also opposing his moon as well, and we can see that right here, okay? Moon opposition sun, moon opposition Uranus. Okay, there it is. Now, if we go back to Mercury here, which, remember, is the dispositor of Uranus and Gemini, Uranus is health ruler, we see that it is making a number of bad adverse aspects, okay? First of all, Mercury is semi-squaring Mars, which is in his 12th house, okay? Now, Mercury rules over the brain, as I said in the video about Hillary Clinton, okay? And Mars rules over the head, violence, and bullets, bullets, okay, are ruled over by Mars. So it's definitely possible here that Trump could take a bullet to the brain, all right, from behind the scenes, 12th house, okay, from behind the scenes. Now, Mercury is also squaring retrograde Jupiter, all right, there's Mercury square Jupiter. It's squaring retrograde Jupiter in his second house, meaning it will be a huge event of a negative nature, widely discussed, widely discussed, all right? Mercury is also squaring his retrograde Neptune, which is the ruler of his eighth house of death, okay? So we have the dispositor of his health ruler, okay? The dispositor of, Mer of Uranus and Gemini, which is Mercury, squaring the ruler of his death house, all right? Mercury square that Neptune. This is bad, folks. This is really, really bad. And finally, all right, Mercury semi-squares his midheaven, his career house, again, proving that his career will take a huge hit as well. And, and, and his, um, uh, it, it will definitely be intimately related to his health decline. All right, so that's it for the sixth house of health, okay? Let's now switch gears a bit or turn our attention to the eighth house of death, all right? Let's turn our attention there. The eighth house in Pisces right over here. Now, with Pisces on the 8th house, there are a few different causes of death here, okay? You can die from fluids, drowning, uh, toxins, poisons, uh, floods, also suicide, particularly if the ruler of the 8th house is in the 12th or in the 8th, that's a potential for suicide. But I don't see any of those uh, causes of death here applying in Trump's case, okay? Pisces also happens to rule over secrets, that's on page 126. So, you know, Trump's death could come on in a very secret fashion, maybe even a bit mysteriously. There might be some kind of surreptitious behavior involved, all right? Neptune and Pisces also have to deal with sacrifices, and that's on page 123. So his death could be seen as sacrificial in nature. Pisces and or Neptune also deals with chaos, all right, that's page 22, confusion, page 27, and hysteria, page 65. So his death can certainly bring about all of that as well. In fact, okay, check this out. When you take Aquarius and Pisces here in combination, you can say that his death will invoke sudden confusion, unexpected chaos, uh, hysterical revolution, any or all of the above, all right? And we really have to think on such a tremendously drastic level because Neptune is retrograde, okay? The ruler of his eighth house of death is retrograde right here in Libra in his second house, and he's also a very famous public figure, okay? So we do have to think on that type of level. Now, 
This particular placement over here, retrograde Neptune in Libra, in his second house, this describes the circumstances surrounding his death or the event that will ultimately lead to his demise, okay? The powder keg, if you will. This is the powder keg that's going to set everything off. Now, the second house in traditional astrology is the house of money. It's income, values, personal resources, and security. So we can say here that there will be a tremendous threat to Trump's personal security, okay? This threat to security will also extend to that of society in general and the collective because the ruler of Libra, okay, is Venus, which is posited in his 11th house of the collective, the largest society of the group. Right? So the dispositor of Neptune and Libra is Venus. There it is. So, what can we say about this retrograde Neptune and Libra over here? Well, among many things, okay, Neptune is known as the great dissolver. Okay, it tends to dissolve things. That's what it does. Page 37. You know, things tend to undergo dissolution wherever Neptune is placed uh, in the birth chart in the particular sign. So, um, you know, in Libra, particularly, retrograde Neptune here can certainly dissolve marriages, okay, since Libra and Venus rule over marriages, and that's on page 84. And we know that Trump had a few divorces, okay? He had quite a few divorces, I think three or four, something like that, three. Don't quote me on that, though. But more importantly, all right, Libra rules over peace and diplomacy, page 36. Also, negotiations, page 92. So we can say that there will be a dissolving of a major peace deal or negotiation that will ultimately threaten Donald Trump's security as well as the security of society and the collective because the ruler of Libra, Venus, like I said before, is in the 11th house of society. And look at this. Check this out. Venus is also conjunct Saturn, all right, the great malefic here in Cancer. So that's an aspect indicating the ending or cessation of a certain negotiation that will certainly have effects on society, the 11th house, right, and the whole land, cancer, all right? This deal could involve a great amount of money as well, since Neptune is in his second house, all right? So could this be the Iran deal, all right? It's very possible here, but it could be any significant deal, really, because, you know, Trump has threatened to break quite a few of them, right, the, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, TPP, NAFTA, all of that stuff, okay? Now, also note how Venus is the ruler of his Taurus Midheaven, his career house, okay? So this indicates that with Saturn conjunct the ruler here, he will have a lot of great responsibility in the homeland, which that, that is a presidential aspect, all right, very presidential, but it could also indicate that his career as president of the United States will be cut short, all right? Saturn's going to restrict it. There it is, okay? There is a restriction of his career here, all right? And in addition, retrograde Neptune in Libra can also indicate, you know, conversely, that a nefarious deal will be made to get rid of Trump and a lot of money will be exchanged to do so, okay? Now, speaking of the breaking of peace deals, okay, it's now time to just revisit a major prophecy put forth by the man himself, Nostradamus, okay? Let's revisit this prophecy for a hot minute here. And this is the one from Century 5, Quatrain 19 that I mentioned in a previous video of mine, all right? Here it is. The great golden royal, royal one of gold, 
augmented by money or brass, breaks the covenant. The war is started by the young man. The people are afflicted by a lamented leader. The land will be covered with barbarian blood. Now, let's dissect this for a minute here, okay? The great golden royal or royal one of gold, obviously that's Donald Trump. He's got a lot of, you know, multi-billionaire, all right? We know that. Augmented by money. He's got a lot of money. But in another interpretation, it's augmented by brass. Now, what is brass, okay? Brass is a metal alloy of copper, okay, copper and, uh, copper and zinc. That's what it is, copper and zinc, okay? And what contains copper and zinc in today's currency? Uh, it's the United States penny. And what's the plural of penny? Pence. Who's Trump's vice presidential running mate? Mike Pence, okay? Augmented by brass, Pence. That's his sidekick. All right? There you go. Breaks the covenant. Breaking of a peace deal. I just showed you that astrologically. Okay? I just showed you that. The war is started by the young man. Presumably that's the person that's going to assassinate Trump. The people are afflicted by a lamented leader. The lamented leader is Donald Trump. He's being lamented. Right? People are feeling sorry over his death. All of this stuff. The land will be, will be covered with barbarian blood. There's going to be a revolution. Okay, bloody revolution, or at least have some kind of bloody consequences, all right? So there we go. Now let's go into the assassination, all right? The assassination, folks, here we go. So murder in general is ruled by Mars and Pluto with the secondary 12th house influence. That's on page 89, okay? Assassination and assassins are ruled by Neptune, the 12th house, Mars, and Pluto. That's on page 9. And look at this. Look at this. Trump has both Mars and Pluto in his 12th house in Leo, and Neptune is the ruler of his house of death. Bingo. Bingo. The 12th house, in addition, also rules over serious states of ill health. Okay, that's page 428. Now, the ruler of his 12th house, cusp, right here, and the despiser of both his Mars and his Pluto is the sun. Okay, it's the sun. And I mentioned before that Trump's sun is conjunct Uranus, the ruler of his sixth house of health. So his Pluto and Mars here are intimately tied into his health in a big, grand Leo way. All right? Now, for the final thing, for the final part of my video here, I want to touch on something that's rather interesting. Okay, and this is going to be a fixed star, and it's called Algol, A-L-G-O-L, right here, all right? Here it is, right here. Now, this star is conjunct Trump's Taurian midheaven by a degree, all right, by a degree, basically. Now, I normally don't like to use fixed stars or asteroids in my chart readings because they add a lot of trivial information for the most part, just a little spice, but not enough to make a big difference. But this particular star really is important for Donald Trump in this case, okay? So this star is classically known as the Demon's Star, okay? One of the most malevolent stars in the heavens. It's a real bad boy. This is really bad, okay? Now, it's often associated with losing your head over something, okay? Even actual beheadings, because there's an association of Algol with Medusa's head, all right? And you can find all of this information on the Internet, by the way. You just Google Algol and you'll find all this stuff. I'm not making this up. This is real stuff. So, 
with Algol conjunct Trump's midheaven over here, this indicates murder, sudden death, beheading, or prone to murder and mischief. And this interpretation is taken directly from a very renowned book in astrology on fixed stars, and it's written by Vivian Robeson, and it's entitled Fixed Stars and Constellations in Astrology. Okay? Also, all right, Algol is squaring Mars in his 12th house. We can see that right here. There's Algol squaring Mars. All right? It's actually squaring his ascendant as well. And this is just bad news, folks. Okay, this is bad news because his very, his body, the first house rules over the, the, the physical body in general. His body is going to take a hit. It really will. There's no question about it. And there you have it, folks. This is it. This is the astrology of, of assassination on the health and death of Mr. Donald J. Trump. So saddle up, folks. This is going to be a wild 2016 election season and for the next four to eight years to come. We'll see what happens. But keep it right here with John Powell DeCoco, okay? This is the first, this is it. This is the first astrological health analysis of Donald Trump in great detail. This is the first time that I, uh, anybody has ever really delved into this particular prophecy. All right, remember I mentioned it before. I was the first one ever to, to correlate this prophecy. All right. <clears throat> okay, family, that's enough of that. He wasn't the first one to do a goddamn thing. At the end of the day, <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but I said this a while back. Um, if my brother Kale Sarge is on the line, I want you to press 1 because I want you to confirm that for me, if you're listening, okay? Now, let, let me say this. At the end of the day, I told y'all when it began that I seen a stroke for Donald Trump, but What's even more deeper is I was doing a video last week, and you all can go find it on Facebook. Now, this is without me even doing the astrological charts. This is the cosmos and the spirit speaking to me. I said, you know, what I've seen is change. You know, he's not going to be in office long. I've seen death for him. I've seen stroke for him. You know what I mean? I've seen murder, okay? And I did all this without the astrological charts. He just went by the astrological charts, so he's not the first one who ever put this out there. I put it out there a while back, okay? Um, and so did my fiancé. It was funny because the day he got elected, he came home, he said, I keep seeing murder for him. So he's seen the spirit showed him. So he's not the only one who's getting, you know, <laughs> getting messages from, uh, you know, from above. And that's without using astrological chart, but... He was on point, you know, looking at that astrological, he was on point. I'm not going to get away from the guy. And my brother Kale started sent me that video, and, um, you know, it was very interesting because he was on point um, with a lot of what I've seen spiritually without an astrological chart. Now, basically what he said is there's a lot of truth to. Not only that, I've seen spiritually that he there was going to be some type of war, okay? I keep seeing World War Three. Now, that I mentioned, let me see, in 2011 and 12, I talked about World War Three coming to America, okay? Now, I'm not here to brag about what I see or talk about. I'm just here to give the people, you know, a heads up of what I actually see. And when I do my predictions every year, I talk about what I see for the new year. Now we're talking about politics, <clears throat> I was asked the other night what I've seen, what the future was going to be with Donald Trump. I already told you all on video, I'm telling you again. Basically, he confirms a lot of the stuff that I've seen spiritually in the astrological chart, okay? So I'm going to have to say I concur with what he had to say 
um, in reference to showing the astrological chart, Spirit showed me this. Is it going to affect us? It can affect us. Can it affect us in a bad way? Eh, if you get caught up in an illusion, if you get caught up in their reality, it can affect you, okay? Um, <clears throat> will it affect the economy? Yeah, I do see a change in the economy. He talked about the money. He talked about the penny. He talked about copper. You know, for years they were trying to, you know, go back to the old system of using gold and, you know, to exchange for money. A lot of people, excuse me, for a couple of years ago were buying, um, buying a lot of gold, you know, that was put out years ago, so that's nothing new. Um, he mentioned something with Iran, okay? Um, I don't see anything major taking place for Iran. I'm still going to have to go back with what I seen back in 2011 or what my grandmother seen back in 2013 was North Korea. I seen Chinese my grandmother seen North Korea. She said she wasn't going to be around to see it, and she ain't never lied because she's not around to see it, but she predicted it before she died. So I'm going to have to go with her prediction because she probably was seeing more than I can see because she was closer to the spiritual realm, you know what I mean? So I'm going to have to go with what my nana said, which is North Korea. I'm not seeing so much of Iran. I do see some things taking place with Iran, but not major war. I do see with a Asian country, and I'm going to have to go with what my grandmother said, which is North Korea. Okay, again, is this going to affect us? How is this going to affect us? It's going to affect us economically, I do see. Um, but, you know, family, I always say spirit first. Make sure you're in tune with your elements on this earth. Now, he talked about bloodshed on this land. Honestly speaking, I did see for the first time that war would take place. I mean, major war. I'm not talking about, like, civil war. <laughs> I'm talking about major war take place on the land of America. I've seen that a while back, too. Um, should we prepare? Should you have your survival kits? You know, yeah, you should, but I'm not seeing it anytime soon. Not, the, not within this year, maybe next year, maybe the year after. Okay, I'm not seeing anything within this year. But I will say this. Do be prepared, okay? However, as I always say, if you are connected or interconnected with the elements, you should not worry too much because you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? But I do see. As I told you all before, as I've seen too, America has a lot of blood on its hands, okay? America is not without its karma, and we are going through a major transformation. So why shouldn't we expect for a war to take place here on this land called America? You know what I mean? If you look at the history of the wars that they have caused, you know, it is what it is. I can only tell you what Spirit shows me. Now, uh, again, should we be worried somewhat? Yeah, but not really worried. If you're connected with your spirits and your ancestors and you're connected with the elements and doing what you have to do, it probably will be something that you think you would be just watching on TV because you wouldn't be touched by near one man that thinks he's invincible that wants to cause war across the world or across the lands, okay? Any other questions? Anybody have any questions? Because I know the guy called in Sunday. He was like, well, Nikki, what do you see? I can't remember what he said. It was the guy with the accent. But um, I do want to know, do you all have any questions? Okay, we have a 504. You on the air. Hey, what's going on, um, nigga? This is Rolando. Blessings, Rolando. How are you? All right, it's been a, it's been a minute, huh? 
Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Been taking a break. Took a two week break, but I'm back. New hours Sunday yeah. and uh, uh, Sunday and Thursdays are my new hours for those who wasn't on the other night. And my new uh, excuse my new days and my new hours are 9 p.m. from now on. So it's 9 p.m. Sundays and Thursdays. Okay. This is, I was speaking on about that that Trump thing, that Donald Trump. Like, you know, they they plan out the Bible mythology. You see, I mean, you know, in Revelation, uh, Matthew somewhere it says that uh, uh, Gabriel will sound the trumpet. You know, hence uh, Donald Trump. So they pulling out their Trump card. You see what I'm saying? But um, I mean, uh-huh. it, it, that's dealing with this consciousness. We look at that everything as as, as spiritual symbols. You see, so um, us looking at this as a spiritual symbol, not saying it's good or bad, but it's just what is. And, and it seems like the main reason, the main part that I'm putting in there is is to further uh, note, uh, push forward that we don't, this is not no government that we're dealing with. This is a corporation, and he is the CEO of a corporation that we call United States of America. You see? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, see the games that they play. It's just it's, it's a game that they play. But we we play this game the the um, the, the almond priest priestesses and the almond priesthood back in the eighteen dynasty. We had uh, what they get the game chess that they play. Now that nowadays they call it chess, but we call it the senate. It was S E N A T E, the senate game, and that's where they get the game of chess from. And that's where you get hints of senators, governors. Uh, or so to speak. So it's just games that, that they plan, but uh, I guess us that dealing with this consciousness, we just need to sit back and be that, that Ibisburg, sitting back in the abyss, in the abyss, and just, you know, watching what is. But we need not even, with our magnetic field and walking, with our aura strong and being on this vibration, this frequency, can't nothing touch us anyway. <laughs> you see? It'll, mm-hmm. it'll touch those. It'll touch us. It'll touch those just worried about it and afraid. You see, what we call automatons or the zombies that that's plugged into the matrix. But, but us that has unplugged and we we dealing with divine ancestors and uh, galactic the galactic high council and things along that nature. I mean, uh, I see that we'll be good though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Long as long as we are. <laughs> Continue vibrating on that frequency and walking through the energy. Okay, all right. That's some good, more good news to add to what we see. So, you know, my brother Jolando says we will be good. He sees that as long as we're vibrating mm-hmm. on a higher frequency, which is very true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other questions on the lines? Press one on your keypad if you have a question about our future with Trump or what's going to take place in America. Um, I'm talking about spiritual questions. As well, okay. So if you have a question, press one on your keypad. If you're already on the line, you're welcome to say something, Jay Wood, brother Yah Yah. If y'all want to ask anything, I'm I'm here, y'all. Any other questions? Well, Nikki, I'll ask you this here. Uh, Nikki, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Okay, uh, what else? I ask, I asked a spiritual question going with this, um, seeing we in this, the number nine energy vibration of this year, 2016, comes to nine. Uh, we're dealing with numerology. Uh, what do you see with us going into that new frequency, uh, this new energy going in 2017? We're going back to that 
going back to the one, that middle point. I see that it's going to be a shift in the way that we think. It's sort of like people's not going to know what happened. It's going to be, how can I put this? It's going to be something whereas you're not even going to know why you think the way you think, but your past thinking will no longer exist. I see that this energy that we're coming to is is very powerful, and it's not too long. Like you said, it's going to 2017. I see a lot of things changing, especially for those who are vibrating on a higher frequency and who are, you know, understanding what transformation is taking place. Mm -hmm. It's going to be major, and a lot of us are not even going to remember. This is real talk. This is a spirit showing me. We ain't even going to remember nothing, nothing. From the past, it's like you know the the universe is going to go through this major shift where it's sort of going to be like a a, a race erasing of the memory. That's what yeah. they're showing me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're going to be and, thinking in another whole level that you're not even going um, to know how, when, and how it happened, but it's going to happen. Yeah, that 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 whole shifting of the paradigm. Um, mm-hmm. I can remember. It was October, and I get this, it's October to eat, because I was on Miss Blue show, but before Miss Blue show came down, it was uh, October, either the 10th or October 11th. So, you know, that's 10, mm-hmm. 10, or 10, 11. So I've been seeing a lot of 11s on 101. Every time I look at the clock, it's always that one. So you, you walk to a fence or a gate, it's those two pillars, and us going through that gateway. Mm-hmm. Um these 11s and these 101s, I was like, okay, now I'm starting to see. But before the her show came down, it's like a, a normal human would have been like, man, I'm getting dizzy or I'm having a heart attack or something. I felt that shift like it's like I got dizzy and like everything around me shifted, like it was moving. But wasn't nothing wrong with me. I said, okay, I understand what's going on. That was that shift. And that was like October the 10th or even October 11th uh, last month. Mm-hmm. Was you seeing double? No, I didn't see double. I just, like, I'm standing, I was about, oh, excuse me. I was about to walk in my closet and get some clothes, but I was standing, I was standing straight up, and it just, like, something just overcame me, overwhelming just came over me, like I was, like, spinning. I just felt everything around me just spinning. I was like, whoa. I had to catch myself and hold on to, to the wall just to keep from falling down. I said, oh, okay, and I held myself up. And then later on that night, Miss Blue was talking about that shift. I said, okay, that's what I was experiencing, just tapping into um, to, to, to the earth tone or, or the vibration of the earth, you see. Uh, yeah, that was that's um, part of that transformation, yeah. some of the awake, or what they call the awakening signs. You know, you're going to get signs and symptoms, and, you, you know, you're getting scared. You think you're going to die, or, you know, you think, you, you know, something is yeah. wrong with your body. You run into the doctors, ain't nothing wrong, you know what I mean? So, yeah, those, mm-hmm. those were one of the signs that people were experiencing, which was part of that transformational shift that, you know, we're going through. So, yeah, I'm not surprised. You know, you got, like I said, you got a lot of people running to the hospital. Ain't nothing wrong. They're doing all yeah. kinds of tests. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause I feel but what we have to remember is that because mm-hmm. of this transformation and this shift, the DNA is reactivating. So this is why yeah. what Spirit just showed me is that 
we're going to come to another level where we're not even going to remember a lot of things. It's sort of, like I said, it's going to be erased from the memory. And we're going to be fed new information, which is going to be because of the DNA activating, reactivating. Oh, I see. So it's like uh, um, going to sleep at night and waking up the next day and having a dream, but you can't remember the dream. So this world is going to feel like a dream. You're going to wake up and there'll be a whole new reality. Right. Right. That's the spirit of showing me a whole new reality. Um, Exactly. You explained it well. You know, so it's going to be like, well, well, I thought I was, well, you know. You might get bits and pieces here and there. Just like, for instance, when you reincarnate and, you know, some people can remember who they were in past lives, they'll get bits and pieces. Well, that energy is going to be triple the energy. You know what I mean? You're going to remember. Now, this is what Spirit is showing me. The present time that we're in, from the time you were born, whatever you experienced in life, you it, it's sort of like it's going to be erased from your mind. Not that you're not going to know who your parents were, but it's going to be a rate, like it's not even going to be something you think about. And what Spirit is showing me, that you will be able to remember from ancient times even more. It's going to be amazing because it's like we're going, we're, we're like, at, you know, at the beginning of the end. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I know that I have a connection with our ancient Nubian ancestors and ancient Kemet. You know what I mean? I know that I have a connection mm-hmm. there. Is that connection is going to be ten times more powerful. It's going to be like I'm actually going to be able to remember walking in the land of Egypt. You know what I mean? I'm going to remember it clear. Mhm. And, and I guess so. for the ones that the ones that's not tapped in, that's not ready for that vibration, that frequency, it might be overwhelming for them. And I mean, uh, I'm just speaking of like my family members. It's not, you know, it's like, oh man, you crazy. Put that voodoo stuff down. Uh, you need, <laughs> you need to get back in church. You need, uh, you need Jesus and all that. Uh, I mean, for for me trying to Jesus, I, I the Bible you. and all that is gonna be a figment of their imaginations. Trust me. Yeah, I said, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be a figment of their imagination. Gonna be Jesus. Who? 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 I never heard of. Who? God? Who? What you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's gonna be a figment yeah. of their imagination when we go through this major shift. That's for years to come, but we will see a major change in the new year. We're going to see a lot of good things happening as well as we see bad things, you know what I mean? So let's not get it confusing. It's not going to be all chaotic and, you know, all crazy. We got to worry about World War III. We got to worry about getting dual citizenship. There's going to be definitely some good things going on. I see a lot of people getting major blessings this year in the new year. And I see a lot of people that was doing wrong will be doing right. I mean, there's so much that's going to take place. So is this not going to be, you know, uh, you know, like, for instance, I always say. uh Yeah, it ain't going to be that fear factor they promote. Right. Yeah, they always giving us that fear. But I, I know when we was in that third dimension, everything happens in threes. Down here on this plane, the third dimension, you know, you got uh, you got uh, birth, life, and death, man, woman, and child. Um, so I'm thinking World War Three, it, it, it might come, but I'm not into the fear factor. But 
like I said, we vibrating that frequency. Something can hit somebody else, but it won't even hit us because we we on that frequency. Mhm. You know, I'm gonna share another thing with you all that I'm seeing. Then I'm gonna go to the chat. Don't be surprised in a couple of weeks, maybe within the next month or two, you're going to hear some stuff about some aliens. You're going to hear something about some UFOs. You're going to hear something. It's going to be major, y'all. Spirit just gave me that. Spirit just gave me, start looking out for more information that they're going to be putting out in reference to other aliens and other planets. You know, it's a lot now. That's like the number two, you know, research subject on the web. But it's going to be number one because people are going to start seeing things and they're going to swear up and down that there's some aliens, okay? And it's going to get crazy within the next month or two. I see something major they're going to be talking about on, uh, you know, media. It's going to be something big in reference to some type of aliens or ships or something like that, okay? So y'all look out for that. Within the next mm-hmm. couple of weeks, I'm going to say to two months, okay? Real quick, chat room, Andrew Westmoreland says, I notice the shifting energy almost every day. Most people act like they can't even tell. I feel chest pains and tightening, yet the doctor said nothing was wrong. And then he says, I notice people who can't handle the energy go crazy, emotional upsets and everything. Yeah. Yeah, emotional upsets. Um, mm-hmm. But you got to remember we just had the super moon As a matter of fact Let's yeah. follow up on that real quick Because I actually got a few feedback from people I told you all um, I told you all Sunday to do the super moon ritual Did you all get a chance to see it? It was beautiful y'all Yeah and I did mine I got my I, I was listening to the show I got my water I put my, my change and I got my crystals and I put it in the water. You know, I did. Yeah, I, I had that Michael Jackson playing, and I, and I you know, mm-hmm. You know, the funniest thing is, I did a few rituals. People contacted me off air to do some rituals for them, and I did. The water ritual for finances, and I did the health rituals. And I told everybody what to do. Speak into the spirit of water. Speak into the spirit of water. Tell that water to heal your body. Tell tell the water to heal your body. And then put it out in the direction of the moon. Now, what was funny, family, when I put my rituals outside, that I did for my family and including a few other people that donated to get their rituals done. Most of the people that donated to get their rituals done could only do finances because health, you had to do your own water. But what was crazy is that when I took the water from out the sun the second day after the moon was, you know, gone, I could actually feel the energy. And when I was drinking the water, I just could feel a difference. And the water, like, it was really actually changed. Like, the vibration of the water was changed. Okay, but not only that. What was crazy is that the money, I put some, of course, pennies, dimes, nickels, quarters inside of the water. 
And when I put it outside, y'all, when I originally put it outside where I live at, the trees were blocking. This is no word of a lie. I couldn't see the moon. And I had my daughter take a picture where she was at, which is not far away. She could see it, but I couldn't see it. The trees were blocking. I came back out that night, and the moon was directly over the rituals that I did. In clear view, it was like when I was looking originally, it was behind the trees. But when I turned around and looked up to the clear sky, the moon was right there. And see, I told, I tell you all the time that these, these, what do you call it? these planets, these stars, these, the cosmos is all a part of you. Just like I tell you when I talk to the sun in the morning, and the sun will pop up is waiting for me at the door. If I don't come out there, I sort of, and it sounds crazy to some, sort of like the sun of powder go down a little bit, like, will you bring your behind out here? And I go out, and all of a sudden I put my arms up and say, good morning, and the sun will just jump up, real talk. I notice this a lot. Now, the moon did the same thing. So I go outside, I put the, no, no more. I said, okay, well, I'm going to put it out here anyway, because it's the matter of the energy from the moon. You go out an hour later, the moon is right over the rituals, the shining right in the water. It's how powerful this energy is, and this is what I try to tell you all Sunday. Get your rituals done because this is going to be supercharged energy coming from the moon. It's going to affect the tides. It's going to increase 18%. You know, it's going to affect you because you are water. And, and then I think I read an article to you all in reference to uh, scientists saying there's no proven fact that it affects you know, the human body. Bullshit. Ain't no way in the world you can't tell me that the moon don't affect the human body if it affects the damn tides, which is part of the earth, and you're a part of the earth, and your body's a part of the earth made up of some of the same things as the earth, and most of all, water. Yeah, ain't no way in the world you can't tell me how it's going to. Now, it may not affect us in the sense where we all go crazy. And, you know, of course, that's where they got the word lunatic from, which is the lunar cycles, lunar, moon. But the point is, it affects you in some type of goddamn way. Now, yeah. with saying that, that had to happen. But I've, I know that we had many more supermoons. You know, that according to what they said, the, you know, the last one was in 1948, the next one's in 2034, bullshit. We had more. But they tried to keep you stuck in the illusion. But anyway, there's something about this one that was just extraordinary which is taking effect on all of us as we speak. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to see the end result until about a month or two. Okay, family, how it's going to affect the physical body, how it's going to affect your mind, your brain, which is made up of, what, 90, 95% water? Okay? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Nikki... Somebody um, want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, Nikki, uh, um, uh, the morning, uh, Monday morning, um, I had to get up really early. So it was really before uh, sunrise. And I went and I went out and I, I drank the water. Now, I couldn't, uh, the moon was right in view with, with, uh, at the moment that, uh, that I put everything out, that I placed everything out. But I didn't see it when I got up. So I was like, okay, it shifted. And I drank the water. And then I went and I took the change and I walked up the hill to where the trees and the wooded area was at. And I threw the, the change over my shoulder and, and I started to walk back to the house. When I was walking back to the house, I happened to look in between the two houses, the house next to, next to where I was at. 
And I saw the moon. I said, oh, wow, it's still there. It was orange and red, yin and yang. Literally, I, 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 tried, I had to run in. I said, oh, my goodness, I got to run in the house, get my phone. I came out and I took a picture of it and posted it on my page. And uh, I was waiting to see if anybody else saw it. And the brother that I grew up with out in uh, New York, he's out in, in, in Atlanta also. And he had uh, commented that, wow, yin and yang. I just wanted to see if anybody else saw it. But, I, I mean, it was really a bright orange and red yin yang symbol. And um, it's on my I page. Didn't see that, uh, what I did see, Brother Yaya, which was interesting, is I seen a huge, and I took a picture and put it on Facebook. I seen a huge circle around the oh, moon. Did yeah, you yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, I mean, it was mm-hmm. like like drastically around it, but you could tell that it was because of the moon, because the moon was right in the center of this huge circle. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I went you seen that too, Chilando? I was like, yeah, I, and yeah. I had to look again. I said, wait a minute. I had mm-hmm. to stare up at it for a while. I said, you see that big circle around the moon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the big halo, too. It was a huge halo. Yeah, and I saw it at first. I thought my my, my eyes were playing tricks on me because I was a little tired. But that, I, no, I, it actually was a huge circle. And the moon was dead center of this yep. huge yep. halo. And it was right above me, too. When I went outside. But you know what, so, I, so what do y'all think? I, what do you, witness, what, okay, my brothers, what do y'all think that was? I witnessed that. I saw it as pure energy. During the daytime with the sun. I witnessed it in the daytime with the sun, too, as well. It seemed like the pupil, you know, just that all-seeing eye. Like this like an eye, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, exactly. hey, hey, hey. Yeah. I already read an article about it. What did you read about it, Jay Wood? Uh, out of Baron, right behind the, uh, the right behind the moon, which is the bullseye on fire. Explain that to the people who know the bullseye on fire. What does that mean? Well, the bullseye, the bullseye was like directly behind the moon, because the moon is in the constellation Taurus, and uh, and the moon was supposed to be directly over. The, the, in the constellation, there's the, the 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 eye of the bull is the the star out of Baron, and uh, it was it was directly covering that star, so it was like an eclipse of, of the star out of Baron, which was directly over the bull's eye. So that's that's what I read. Okay, so that could be the reason. Well, according to what they're saying. They're saying the moon, the ring around the moon is caused by the refraction of moonlight, which is, of course, is reflected by sunlight from ice crystals in the up in the upper atmosphere. Okay, and the shape of the ice crystals results in focusing of light into a ring around the moon. So, how, do y'all believe that? There's ice crystals around the moon. That's what they're saying, um, according to the atmosphere. Now, it says tiny ice crystals in Earth's atmosphere cause the halos. They do this by refracting refre- reflecting the light. Lunar halos are signs that storms are nearby. Hmm. 
Well, now, I'm in Atlanta. We haven't had we haven't had any storm or any any rain in in, in, in about a month. So I, I don't know if that's one percent accurate. Okay. Anybody? What y'all think? Okay. Nobody else. Anybody else? Let me go to the lines and see. Now, according to the, hold on, real quick, family. Let me go to the lines and see if anybody got anything to add. Because that's interesting, and I honestly believe that there's a spiritual aspect to that. I don't see that it's just ice crystals around. Yeah, nigga, nigga. I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you um, that question, like, uh, if spirit was showing you that. That was a coming forth of the ancestors, you see. <laughs> All I'm going to say is the spirit showed me. Spirit showed me. It was energy that was being transferred down to the earth. Very strong, powerful spiritual energy, which was taking effect on us as well as the water. Um, <laughs> and that is a divine feminine, right? I mean, this this is a goddess energy that's coming forth, that's coming through. Because uh, I know in thirteen, the Black Madonna came and seen me, and uh, came and seen me in two thousand fourteen. Well, I think I was listening to your show, and you put on a, a African song. It's like some woke up in the DNA, and you know, goddess terrors, the goddess of tears. And when I was listening to one of your shows, I think you had Brother Booker T. Coleman on, and you put on one particular African song, and it just, I just burst out in tears, and it was uncontrollable. I cannot even control it. You see, the God is terror. So we know is it is the coming is it, is it the, the coming of the divine feminine? Mhm. Okay. Wait, say it again. Say the last question again. I say, is it the coming of the divine feminine? Which I know this God is Well, energy. you know, the divine, the coming of the divine uh, feminine happened at least, I think it was about four years ago when I talked about the divine feminine mm-hmm. energy rising at that time. So that's mm-hmm. pretty much complete. So it could have been a part of a completeness for the divine feminine where the balance will be brought back to this earth, okay? Um, but what, what Spirit is showing me clearly with that energy, with that circle, there was because it was such a super moon. Um, and it has such an effect on the tides that this was something pertaining to dealing with our body and taking us to another level, taking us through that transformation, which is finally complete, and we will will see the results soon. That's what Spirit is showing me. Um, so it has more to do with the divine feminine energy. The divine feminine energy has risen, as you can see, you know, the way mm-hmm. humans are acting. Um, the balance has been brought back, okay? And now we're mm-hmm. on that level where we're balanced out. But there's something, again, that Spirit is showing me with that energy. We had to see it because it sends some type of major energy to the being and the earth and the waters and of course we are water too water being so I'm definitely seeing it had a lot to do with what the sun I mean, excuse me the moon was putting out which was going mm-hmm. to resonate with us and the earth I see that it's 
it's probably caused by ice because of the there. Spirit just showed me looking at this picture. There's more to it than that. Oh yeah. That's what I see. Now, if anybody wants to add their two cents, they're welcome. Can <laughs> add your two cents in. But um, pretty much, I mean, hmm, it's interesting, family, because we haven't seen anything yet. And those, again, who is, like you said, Brother Chilando, vibrating on a higher frequency, who are in tune with nature, with water, with the earth, with the sun, with the moon, with the cosmos, will actually be more enlightened. We'll be given more information through that DNA. Um, don't be surprised. You know, if you wake up and say, how the hell did I know this? You know what I mean? So it, mm-hmm. it's very, very interesting. It's powerful energy that we're seeing. I mean, for some of us, it could be a good thing. For some of us, it may be a bad thing, such as you all heard the man speaking about Donald Trump's, you know, chart here on the show. Um, but I don't know, family. I I'm, I'm, I just can't wait because I'm waiting for that shift to take place. I'm so tired of the society that we live in and just seeing people on a level of just being so negative. You know what I mean? And it's like mm-hmm. we're going to be taking on that shift to where you're, you ain't even going to have no time to think negative. You're going to be fed so much information through your DNA. It's going to blow your mind. All of the change that we're seeing or we're going to see is definitely going to be on a righteous path and on a positive path. And so much more. We ain't seen nothing yet, y'all. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> As I'm sitting here with my eyes yeah. closed talking to y'all on my couch, I'm sitting back and just relaxing. I'm just seeing all kinds of things. You know what I mean? Um, on I, I do see the negative side. I do see the chaos. But for the ones who are vibrating on that frequency, who are into this, you know, into this world of spirituality and being connected with the cosmos as above, so below, as within, so without, it's a beautiful thing that I see for us. I can't speak for the ones, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, that, no. that, that didn't, yeah. didn't listen when I told them, y'all have, when that lion gate's open and I said, you better take, you better take heed. If you think negative, if you talk negative, if you do negative, you better be very careful because that is the way that your life is going to be shaped from this point on. And people didn't want to listen. So those who did not take heed and want to continue with the evil, with the chaos, with the lies, with the negativity, with the, you know, negative thoughts, negative words, and just being so hateful, all all them things that are negative, their lives will not be the same from this point on after the super moon. And what I've seen is that the super moon completed the transformation that we were going through, okay, in reference to uh, the li- uh, from the Lions Gate, let me put it this way: from the Lions Gate that opened to send ch- to send energy from. Because remember, when the Lion Gates opened, it was, the Earth was directly aligned with the galaxy, so pretty much there was energy being pushed in the Earth to cause this transformation to take place. And then the supermoon actually completed that transformation. So it's like you know, for instance, you know, okay. It was stamped. Okay, this is how your life is going to go from this point on. 
you will not have to worry about a thing. You will have this, 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 and that. If you did this during that time, if you if you put out good, you're going to get good. If you put out bad, you're going to get bad, unless you decide to change your goddamn mind. If you didn't change your goddamn mind and you still want to walk like Nikki said, you want to keep on that unrighteous path, you better expect your life to be that way until the day your physical body leaves this earth. And that's what Spirit showed me, family. Um, so the supermoon was a completion of the transformation. And we will yeah. see the result from this point on. Yeah, Nikki, with that law of attraction, you know, and the supermoon come, having so much uh, energy that's amplified and multiplied, it's going to attract, you know, like you're saying, a whole lot quicker and a whole lot, <laughs> a whole lot faster to those that's not ready for it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> let me go to the chat. Brother Wawa Andrew Westmoreland says, do you feel time and reality um, ever change? Well, you know, I feel that time doesn't exist. Does reality change? It depends on what your reality is. Your reality might be this and my reality might be this. You know, my reality is that truly, honestly speaking, I'm truly a part of the all. So I can make that water heal me. I can make that tree talk to me. I can make that sun. That's not some people's reality. You know what I mean? As far as time, I feel that the energy of time has speeded up. You know what I mean? But to me, personally, time don't exist. You go on to say, like, things feel different, like memory fragments of things are no longer real or a thing. You know, and, 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 and further while, well, that, that actually comes down to what we talked about a while back. But the Jay Wood, we were talking about the, and I talked about it here on the show, the Mandela Effect. And, you know, we was actually having a great discussion about the Mandela Effect, how things have changed right before your eyes and you didn't even know. You know what I mean? the memory of things that are no longer real or, or, or a thing, you know. Um, it's interesting because it has a lot to do with the uh, uh, Mandela effect, <clears throat> which I honestly do believe they know. I'm talking about the higher-ups know, the 1% of 1%, 1% know because they have the information that they keep hidden away. But I don't give a goddamn, like I said before, they could have, took down every monument on this earth. They could have destroyed every monument, but it's already embedded in our DNA. It's in our DNA. The only problem was that our DNA was shut down, not to remember, but now we're coming back to a time, coming back to a time where we are remembering. That's why I said the DNA is reactivating because there was a time when we did have all access to the information pool called the DNA. So, honestly speaking, my father used to say something. My father passed, what, two years ago? He passed right six months after my grandmother passed today. My father used to say, there was never a time where we was not. We always was. That's what my father used to say. We always was. There was never a time. So that means that there's no such thing as time Time never existed because there's no beginning and no ending to time. <clears throat> Y'all agree? 
Oh, yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, but, I hope I yeah, answered your question. Yeah, I experienced uh, missing time. Yeah, I experienced missing time. So when you come out the illusion and you, when I raised my Merkaba, um, I came outside mm-hmm. the illusion and I was seeing people walking around confused like rats in a maze. But I was talking to my daughter and I experienced that missing time. So it was really only one eternal day. Say it again, it's only what? what? I, yeah, I say it's really only one eternal day. What is that? Well, like you say that uh, timing is an illusion. It's a, it's really a Greek occasion, synthetic version. You see, there's no such thing as time. Like I'm saying, but with my spiritual experience, I, I experienced missing time where I came out the illusion, and I seen that time uh-huh. didn't, didn't exist. Yeah, traversing uh, different dimensions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. All right. Well, on that note, family, I'm out of here. I will see you all at Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And Sunday, I think I'm going to do some readings. I think I'm going to go ahead and do some uh, readings Sunday. Um, I might do some ancestral readings. Anybody who wants to come on and talk about or got any ancestors that haven't done that in a while, anybody who passed, unless people have called them, but... I don't know, y'all. We'll see. We'll see what spirit leads me to do, but I'll be back here on Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Remember, family, my new times are 9 p.m. Sundays and Thursday nights. I love y'all, family. If you have a topic you want me to talk about, if you want me to talk about say hit me up on Facebook. If you follow me on Facebook, hit me up. Nikki, could you talk about this, or could you spiritually speak about this and tell me what you see? Hit me up on Facebook or my inbox, and I'll be sh- uh more than happy to do it here on the show for you. On that note, thank you, Brother Yaya, Jay Wood, and Brother mm-hmm. Jolanda for coming on, asking your questions and sharing your thoughts. Peace and blessings, family. We'll see everybody Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Blessings. Peace and love. Yeah.